2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey,
3: thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find Sports Grids Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening.
0: Fantasy. Full-time. Fantasy. All right, it's
4: Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronas, NFL trade deadline comes and goes. Like, it's a non-trade deadline. A A lot of bluster. Nothing really happened.
5: It was terrible. I'm sitting here on air like, yeah, if something happens, we'll bring it to you, and you hear all these rumors. And nothing happened. It was an absolute dud. And I guess we shouldn't be too surprised. I think we got a little optimistic because we saw all the names being bandied about. And we went over some of the scenarios yesterday where it made sense for some of these guys to be dealt. Unfortunately, it didn't happen.
4: The closest I read, I don't know if you saw Robbie Anderson, the Packers offered a fourth round pick and the Jets wanted a second.
5: Yeah, like, why though? If he's a free agent, right? Like, just take right. take what you can get. And couldn't I mean, we just
4: settle on a third and be it's done? It's not.
5: It's not like they they really think as as much as I have said. The AFC is wide open, and I know the schedule is crazy for the Jets. Come on, let's be realistic. They're not. <laughs> it's making not that run.
4: wide open. <laughs> yeah,
5: I mean, they have to win out. That's probably right. not happening with uh, Adam Gase at the helm.
4: I mean, but yeah, if you can get a here it is, you can get a fourth round pick or nothing. What would you take? Take the fourth round pick. Take the fourth round pick, right? I don't, I don't get that. I mean, because literally, this guy is going to leave you in two seconds, and he's not resigning, and you got nothing. I think the dumbest, by far, the dumbest team, the Redskins. How could you though, go out and say we're going to trade Trent Williams in twenty twenty? Why not now? If you're going to do it in twenty twenty, why not now?
5: Yeah, they've just mismanaged everything there. It's just crazy. It's not surprising at all because that's what they do continuously, and it's a reason why this team is so bad. Again, think about the coaches they've had there. They let go with Shanahan and uh, McVay. I mean, they've had good coaches in that building, and they're all gone.
4: Well, here's one that actually almost came to fruition. The Lions and the Falcons talked about Devonta Freeman, but this one once again makes no sense. Devonta Freeman has not been the reason the Falcons have been losing. It's the fact that they have zero defense. So why well, do you want to trade him?
5: Get rid of his money, man. I mean, you know, he's older. He hasn't. Uh, he Who's has that a, old. Twenty-seven. That's a running back. That's old, bro.
4: He's not that bad, though. He's not the reason they're losing. He hasn't
5: been good this year, though. I know the offense. I mean, he's really gotten it done in the passing game. He's done nothing on the ground. Absolutely. But that's not his fault. But you're one, If you're the Falcons, though, like, what's the point? Like you know, you're kind of you're done. He's 27, bro. He's gonna be 28 next year. That's old. I would kill
4: back. to be 28, Ronus.
5: Oh, we would. But I'm talking from an NFL perspective. That's why when some people who don't know sports hear me say that, they're like, "What? 27's old." I'm like, in NFL running back, it for a running back, it is. It's the same thing with David Johnson. He's gonna be 28. I mean, you know, not everyone is Frank Gore.
4: I am not drafting David Johnson. I, didn't, I drafted him once this year. It was one time too many. He is like persona non grata on any of my rosters next
5: but year. But he, okay, okay. You, you, do, you look right now because he's hurt. And I wasn't. No, all, I'm telling you, I'm not touching him.
4: I drafted him in two
5: leagues this year. I don't think it was wrong. He was playing well.
4: I drafted I him hurt. in one league. In, 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 this was the uh, Silver Bullet League, you know, mm-hmm. the NFC Silver Bullet League. Oh,
5: so you, you're scarred because he crushed
4: you in that. Well, <laughs> round one, I took Tyreek Hill. Right. right. And, and he then got the, I, I'd pick 11. I'd pick uh-huh. 11. So oh, and he got around to round two. Yeah. How do I not take him in, in round two? See, and this
5: is, I'm glad you brought this up, Doc, and I want to get your opinion on this because I've talked about this a lot. So clearly, you were not on David Johnson. No. Because you didn't take him in the first round, which he generally went. And this happens to all of us. We go, wow, I didn't expect him to be here, but you really weren't on that player. So have you learned from that and said, you know what? If I'm not on a player in the first round, and I'm not on him in general. I'm not taking him again. Are you looking at that? Because, like, I feel yes like.
4: And, yes and no. Yes. yeah, Yes, because I should always go with my gut. Like, right. if I wanted him at 11, I would have taken him at 11. Right? Right. But at the same time, like, when there's value and you're like, oh, my God, how do I not take this guy? But the truth of the matter is. I think that usually doesn't right. work out, though. It doesn't work out. It doesn't, it doesn't work out. Right. Like, Joe Mixon, he's there in the fourth round. I guess oh, that's
5: okay. No, yeah. it's not. It's not Okay. Right. If you didn't feel good enough to take him in the first round, you're clearly not very high on him. So, and I think people make this mistake a lot, even the best players. And I've always said, and, and even if we talk to the best high stakes players, they'll say the same thing. Like, it's always a learning process. No one has this mastered. Like, you need to learn lessons every year. And I think right there with you, you clearly didn't love David Johnson this year and you got sucked in because if someone said to you, Oh, you could get David Johnson at thirteen or fourteen. You're like, yeah, that's pretty good value because now right, you're not getting of a first round pick,
4: right? Right, he was going at five, and I'm like, but and we... then I thought, to me, but here's what I did think to myself: This is true. I go, what do people know that I don't? Why is he falling? Right. Something must be up, and that made me nervous. But I'm like, I don't, I don't think he's hurt. So let me just take him. How bad can he be in the air raid offense?
5: Okay, so. What were you worried about, injuries or underperforming in the offense? Because Underperforming really w- in the offense, not injuries. But he really, was he really that bad, though, before he got No,
4: hurt? no, he was fine. He wasn't the star I wanted. The problem was this. I really wanted Godwin. I wanted certain guys, but I couldn't take Godwin there. I couldn't and, take yeah, him a picture. Well, 14. I mean,
5: if we did a redraft today, he probably would go there. No one would think you're crazy. Right. And, but, but you're right, time, though. At that I time. Do it. Yeah. Right. At that time too. Was, we both loved Godwin. I mean, again, I loved him last year, but you you couldn't take him there. I mean couldn't
4: take him. I could, you know, and then it was like the girly mix-in. I didn't like well, any you, of those. Guys. I didn't like girly, you know. Right, that. I right. All the tight ends, you, I, I didn't want Kelsey. It became like a, you know, I didn't want anybody. You know, I know. Isn't that Anybody?
5: That's yeah. the worst when you when you're picking in a spot and you're like, I really don't love anyone here, and the right. guy that I really love goes a round and a half later, and it's too early to take him here. I guess in the future you just take the guy there, right? I mean,
4: no, I think that's a, less, that's a lesson. I, looking back, I should have just taken Godwin. That was the guy I wanted. I got Godwin anyway. By the way, I got Godwin in round three. How about that? Yeah. See, so that that was crazy. So that I shouldn't done that. He ended up coming back to me, which was insanity. But because, remember, in that league, it flips. It's a third-round reversal, right?
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's generally where he was going at that high point. It was late,
4: early third. So Mahomes went. I was going to take him. And then I took Godwin next pick. So I guess it worked out, but it didn't because David Johnson scarred me for life.
5: Yeah, you got to hope that he can come back in a couple weeks. Yeah, he can.
4: All right, we'll take a break. (laughs) We'll talk about other guys coming back, like Deshaun Jackson, right after this.
0: Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: This is Stephen A. Smith.
1: When I'm not at my day job, first tape. you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports,
2: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right, we are back. We are full-time fantasy. We do this full-time. How about you? Check us out there. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONAS50. We'll get you 50% off your first two months. Have you been in the message boards recently, Adam? Yes. A lot of messages. A lot, a lot of advice need to be given. I think it starts tailing off soon, but now is a critical time for us to help people get to the playoffs, right? I think the, these next three weeks are critical. 9, 10, and 11, you got to make your move now.
5: Yeah, because it's a, in a lot of leagues, it could be bunched up. You have a lot of 4 and 4, 5 and 3, 3 and 5 teams, and... You know, this is kind of where you can separate yourself. Uh, and again, I hope a lot of leagues don't. I really hope that some of these leagues, though, have the points uh, as a factor. And I'm yep, noticing absolutely. that look they don't. Look at really that right don't. now. Yeah, no, they but, but really look at don't, it. though.
4: But it, you know, the truth of the matter is in our leagues, I look oh, right now. Seat. So if I have 1,200 points, for example, if I see that 1,236 is, is where I am, I'm only 36 points out of a playoff spot. I'm close.
5: Well, I looked in my I actually I did this last week for the first time. I have a lot of bad records and I was like, damn, are my teams that bad? I looked, I would have made the playoffs in every league. Because of points. Right. So, so I'm just don't I'm give going, up hope. Right. I'm going against high scoring teams every week. I'm like, yeah. damn, are my, I'm looking. I'm like, my team's not that bad. And I even have Phil texting me like, Oh, it's a good thing I played you already. I'm like, why? He's like, Your team's really good. You're putting up like high points every week. And then I looked and I'm like,
4: Oh, yeah. One of my you know, very what? first years, Adam, I play I was four and nine. And yeah, you league. told me you had, my yeah, league. right,
5: yeah. yeah, that's insane, see, see, I don't understand, there's people out there who think you shouldn't be rewarded for that, why though, if you have a lot of points, doesn't that kind of offset that record, it clearly means you had some bad luck, why don't people understand this, why is everyone wins losses in fantasy football, I don't understand I'm- it.
4: I told you the joke Chad our friend Chad Chad was picking my team whoever I was playing against he was he picking it, those yeah. players in DFS <laughs> in DFS because he knew that team would score 200 points against me I put up like 180 and I'd lose I, you know that's why you have we've said it before we say it again if you're not playing in a league that doesn't that doesn't use at least one playoff spot for points, please get out of that league
5: I completely agree and you know the my home league we, I've said it for years we do double headers. And we used to just do top six records because it worked out. There was one year where it didn't, so I changed it. Now we do top five records, and then the rest of the group, the team with the most points. And I love the high-stakes leagues because the total points matter. Uh, it's got to be a factor because it happens every year. And I, I don't know why. I'm noticing it more this year than ever. I mean, I have, I have a 2-6 and six team in the FSGA. Doc, I'm still alive for the playoffs because they do top three records and next three teams with the next most points. And I'm not that far out of a playoff spot.
4: Well, you know what it is? So Mike Evans, right? Last week. And you're like, oh, great game. And then you go and you check and you're like, oh, my God, I played Mike Evans in five leagues. Like, right. that's, that's just random that or, Mike Evans was – that's so unfair that Evans you played Mike Evans. Right? How about right? Evans
5: and Coleman? Right. You, you know? played
4: that guy, you're, you're, you're going to lose. And maybe your team put up 162 points, but the other guy put up 173. What are you going to do?
5: And, and I understand why people like the head-to-head aspect. It's, you know, trash talk, friends, rivalries. Great, but we've all been there on the side where you just run up to the high score every week, and you can't let that completely make what your destination is for the postseason. I mean, I'm in a league where this team has one loss. Doc, they have like the seventh most points.
4: I know. They're terrible. I, hate I, so that. The, we, we, and,
5: I and honestly, if that was me— I'd, I'd feel bad too. I mean, obviously, you'll take the first, but I'd be like, you know what? My team ain't that good. Why, I shouldn't be here. Uh, you'll take my it, home,
4: obviously. My home league, you know, is the victory points league, right? Yeah. Where it's two points for a win and then one point, you know, and then zero for if you lose. And then you get two points if you're one of the top four scores and four, one point if you're the middle four scores and zero for the bottom. And here's what I do, Adam I'll take six teams with the highest victory points. If you have 28 points, victory points, and you didn't get in otherwise, we'll put you as the seventh team. Because if you do that, you probably deserve to be in, and that was just unlucky.
5: Yeah, I mean, it, it it happens a lot, man, and I think it has to be taken into account. So I really hope people who are in leagues where it's just strictly record, you know, go to their commissioner before the year next year and and bring it up of of making a change because – if you've played fantasy football for a long time, you've been on both ends. You've been lucky where you have don't have a lot of points and you've gotten in on record. And you've definitely been on the outside where you had the second, third most points in the league and you didn't get in because you just played a high scoring team almost every week and have bad luck. And that's that's the worst feeling
4: in the world. It is. It really is. I just, you know, because like, you didn't do anything lucky. wrong. You had a I really know. good team, and you just randomly.
5: The schedule is made randomly. There, this is not baseball, NFL generating a schedule based on record the year before. Geograph. This is random. There's no rhyme did or reason I, to the schedule.
4: Did I ever tell you I lost the Dominator one year? We were at ten and zero, right? And I played Frankie, and I put up like hundred and seventy four points, and he put up one eighty two. And he, we ended up tying at the end of the year we ended up losing but like the one week I play I put up I play Frankie who put up 182 I mean that should never happen 99 times out of 100 I win that league
5: yeah I mean it's it's all random with the schedule and that's why it's tough to rely just on record I mean total points have to have a factor again it doesn't need to be every playoff but all we're asking is if you have a league with six I mean you could do top five records but at least have one. Because you don't want that team with the most points or the second most points to get screwed. I mean, I think it was last year, the guy in my league, we do double headers. The guy with the most points would not have gotten in on record. Right, and that's it, crazy. We,
4: right? In a double header league? Well, like, did, did, you you ever, see, did you play CBS at all? We yeah, do GST. Have, Jimis, yeah, two leagues on there. When they when they send you a thing like if you yeah. play this guy, you would be five and two. If you right. had this guy's record or this if you had this guy's schedule, I always find that interesting. Like I'm three and four, but I would have been six and one if I'd had this guy's schedule. How random is that?
5: It's crazy, man. Like even in that league too. Like uh, I'm five and three, but I think I have the second most points. But I don't know if you saw our setup this year. Uh, we did it. Where the top record is the one seed, then the team with the next most points is the two seed. That's so right. That's right. Yeah. So, so, you could be, you could finish the year under 500 and be a two seed because you had the second, the most points after the guy with the top record.
4: I will be unseeded in GST. Roman. Your team's not good. No. My friend
5: told me Matt Brandon's team is sick.
4: Matt Brandon. Let me just throw it out there for you guys. I'm gonna go get his team for you. It was genius. And, we and talked- he. And he was
5: worried. He's like, oh, I'm in a league with you and Doc. I'm just, you know, donating. I'm just happy to
4: be in this. No, and I'm (laughs) going to tell you why he was genius. And I knew it during the draft. In the middle of the draft, I texted him. You can can look at the proof. I go, dude, you're going to win this league. He goes, what are you talking about? I go, he only drafted guys on good teams. So he had uh, Packers. He had um, Rams. And he had Chiefs.
5: And that's what he stuck to. As long as 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 he didn't get girly. (laughs) He
4: had Cooper Cup, he had Brandon Cooks, he had Jared Goff, right? He had Aaron Jones, he had Devontae Adams. He just went for guys on good teams. Wow, he has has Adams
5: and is doing what, and wow, it gets him back?
4: He has Brady, here's his team, Brady, Eckler, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, Emmanuel Sanders, Mark Andrews. And then he's got Jared Goff, Jamal Williams, Brandon Cooks, Hooper, Cooper Cup. It's a good team.
5: Damn, he's got Hooper and Andrews. Yeah. Oh man, that's a problem. That's I don't like hearing that because that in the overall that matters. That's a beastly
4: (laughs) team, dude. That's a beastly team. He's in first place. Yeah, he's in first place. Now my team in this one is garbage, and I want to thank you very much, OJ Howard, for killing me. I mean, we had Mahomes who got hurt, and then Henry and White. Stephon Diggs was did nothing. DeAndre Hopkins was our first round pick, and he did nothing pretty much for the first five weeks.
5: Nah, he's not been terrible. It's just not great. The last two weeks, he's had 20-plus points. Last two weeks. But the I said the first five weeks, it was terrible. Well, I wouldn't and say OJ terrible. Howard
4: And O.J. Howard did nothing.
5: Well, Howard is a killer, man. Especially if you're in a competitive league and you took Howard
4: around five or six. Yeah, that over. is a killer. So we're three and five. I, we put up 134 points last week and lost to the King. 134 in this league is... It's mm, okay.
5: It's okay. I think I had, some, I had 133 and lost.
4: I'm trying to... Let me see if I go the standings here. Yeah, I don't... I want to... I don't want to look at the record, but so the most points in our league, Matt Brandon has the most at 1303.
5: 1303. Let me see how many I have. I think I have 1303 is the most. Okay. Yeah. It's not too bad. I mean, he probably has with 1278
4: is next. And then actually we're not that far. There's one team at 1195.
5: So Brandon's pretty far ahead because the most points in ours is 1196.
4: Yeah. damn! damn. (laughs) He's way ahead. Telling you he's going to win this bad boy.
5: Uh, he could see, uh, well, you know how it goes. Playoffs come, but uh, he's in good shape uh, to win some good money.
4: Yeah. There's you, know several not, different... you know who's not? Who? The fan addict. Oh, yeah. He told me. Yeah, you know what? He he did well last year. He won. Yeah. No, no. Look, you win last year, you're good. But he's uh, he's sticking up. How many points do you have, you said? I have ten nineteen. 19 Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. What do you have? Eleven seventy-two. Yeah, I'm not even close in this league. It seems terrible.
5: It happens, man. We have all been there. We 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 just have a year
4: where we have a few bad teams. Yeah, the poopo on a stick. All right, we're back with more right after this.
3: Are you ready for the nation's first and only free twenty-four hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid.
4: All right, we're back with the NBA season underway. You can dunk on your NBA DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning D- NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK. To learn more, that's DailyRoto.com dunk to get your 10% off now. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires like Adam Ronas are made.
5: What One would you day. do
4: with a million Ronas? Um, travel, right?
5: Yeah, I think I would travel. What's the I first don't...
4: place you travel to?
5: Good question. Oh, man. I finally went to Europe. That was cool. So maybe somewhere else in Europe? Hawaii, maybe? Mm, nice. Hawaii is far, dude. Yeah, maybe somewhere in Europe again. Uh, Italy, wanna... Italy. Everyone tells me about Italy.
4: Italy's you know? awesome. Yeah, I like to go to like Australia. Why? I like to. I don't know because it's different. It's, it's no, I know. I, I you know, I think the people are cool. I think that there's a lot to see. See, I would pretty much go anywhere. Like
5: even you know, I'm asked this all the time, and I'm like, what's your list? Staten like, Island. I really don't. Yes, yeah, Staten yeah. Island's great, man. <laughs> Home of the impractical <laughs> jokers, man. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. I love those guys.
4: I want to go to Croatia, too, Ramos.
5: You know what? That was brought up. So I never thought about it. And then I spoke to someone else, who they, uh, our, our buddy Ed in the Bronx. Right. Okay. His brother went there. He said, it's awesome. It's actually inexpensive. Very cheap. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So
4: I we never thought of it. From Czechoslovakia for like 50 bucks, you could be in like the, the premier hotel staying in the, the Playboy's Suite for 50 bucks. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You know, so certain places are a lot less. See, the problem is Italy, b- beautiful place, expensive. Croatia, cheap.
5: Yeah, well, it depends on where in Italy, right? Some places are fine. Others are expensive. Like the Amalfi Coast is
4: expensive. Oh, my God. Yeah, you better be my rich friend. You better you better join DailyRoto.com if you go to the Amalfi Coast. Right?
5: <laughs> really? It's that crazy?
4: <laughs> it's that crazy. It's really beautiful, though, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, I've
5: heard. Yeah. So you've been to, like, a lot of parts of Italy?
4: I've been, yeah, I've been. Did I ever, I ever tell you my story? I went with a few uh, wise guys to Italy. The Sopranos? Yeah, well, not quite, but, <laughs> but some wise guys and their lawyer. So some wise guys, their lawyer and me and, and one of the guy's sons. I mean, it was a great time, dude. It was, it's, it's, it's special. It's a really great trip. A lot of nice people, good food, places to see. There's nothing I didn't like about Italy, dude.
5: There's some people that don't like to travel and I don't understand why. If it's the airport and security, okay. But like, how do you not want to see different cultures?
4: I don't want to, I don't want to travel. I just want to get there.
5: Well, of course. I mean, look, if anyone likes going through the whole airport process and wasting time, then they have problems. I understand that, but there are people like
4: Australia is like two days to get there.
5: Yeah, I guess the longest I've been on a flight, I guess is eight, eight hours. Right? Was it eight hours to go to um, Barcelona?
4: I think it was. It's got to be at least six from where you are. Yeah. It was... Well, plus the time difference, it's at least yeah, yeah. six or seven, right?
5: So I mean, I don't know. So I guess yeah, I've never been on a real long, long flight. I don't think it would bother me, man.
4: I was on a flight. This was crazy. From... As long
5: as it's not Spirit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just one hour, and on, that's long. I went from Tokyo to L.A., then was delayed. Then went from L.A. to Chicago and was delayed. And then was from Tokyo? Chicago. Amazing! I, I lived in Japan when I was a kid. You know that, right? Yeah. And then, and then from um, Chicago to Newark, dude. I think I was in the I was in either the air or the airport for like twenty eight hours. I was so wrecked for like three weeks after I came home.
5: Yeah, no, nah, that that definitely is rough. Yeah, That's I mean, the traveling part that sucks.
4: I don't know if see. I don't know if I could bounce back like I used to. I'm getting old. You know what I'm saying?
5: Yeah, you might have to take off a month, right?
4: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good with that. But, you know, Hawaii is beautiful for You should take, uh, you know, the future Mrs. Ronas to Hawaii.
5: Yeah, that's, uh, you've been, you been there too? I have been there. Damn, you've been to a lot of places, man.
4: I have been. My dad had a, had a, a client in Hawaii, and so we went when I was, a, when I was about 17. Okay. So, I don't, I don't know if my dad, I don't think my, hopefully my dad expensed it out, but it was beautiful, dude. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Except Waikiki Beach is, how do I describe it? So many people. It's really crowded.
5: And I'm it's used to really I mean, expensive. I'm used to crowdedness in New York City.
4: And it's really expensive. Like you think Hawaii's cheap? It's not. It's it's like second to New York City.
5: Oh yeah. No. I wait, I thought uh, I thought San Fran was the most expensive in the US.
4: Well it's expensive too. I mean just, we're talking about expensive places, it's not like you're going to uh, Detroit.
5: I guess that's the one good thing about being from New York. If you go anywhere else, that it's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm cheap, kind of used right? to this anyway.
4: <laughs> no, it's true, right? Well, for Can you months, imagine it's, being it's the opposite. Like,
5: right? Can you imagine being like in a small city that's inexpensive, and then you go to New York, like what? Four dollars okay. for a slice of pizza?
4: No, you go out with the family here, like the family of four. We could pay a hundred dollars for dinner for four of us, right? And that's a good. That's a nice restaurant, right? In New York, that'd be like three eighty. I don't know about three. It depends where you go, where
5: you get. But, but you know what I'm saying? A nice yeah.
4: restaurant down here is like 20 bucks a plate.
5: It also depends on what you're getting, too. Like, are you getting wine? Are you getting alcohol? New York doesn't
4: even give you free refills.
5: No, they don't. Here we get you at least get free refills on well, I was actually actually stunned that you didn't get re- free refills for coffee in Barcelona, man. I was like, What? And the coffee cups and the small servings. I'm like, this is ridiculous.
4: Isn't the coffee potent though? Isn't it like
5: Yeah, I, I need more but I need more than a little little cup, man. Like I took a picture of it, I put it on Instagram, <laughs> like, really? This is all I get? And I get no refills?
4: What is this? <laughs> right. There's no see that that blows your mind when you live outside of New York City, right? And you're like, Oh, I have a cup of Coke, okay. And then you have seventeen refills? Sure. In well, New York, it's like four fifty for one refill.
5: Well, you should be happy about that because you don't want you to dump all that sugar down <laughs> your honestly, you might as well just open a, a jar of sugar and just, and just suck drink it, it down your throat. Yeah. I mean, that's the one good thing I'm thankful is I stopped drinking soda like in college. I the right. only time I really drink soda now is like with alcohol. And even then I was thinking about the other day. I'm like, you know what? I gotta stop doing that. Why am I I never drink soda. Why am I putting it in my alcohol? Let me mix it with something else.
4: I drink so much water now. I drink a. Li- I like lemonade. That's like my sugary drink.
5: Yeah, that's you got to just bad. be careful Caribbean. of it. Yeah, man, all that stuff, man. People don't realize how much sugar in everything. Go look, even these healthy fruit drinks. Go look at the sugar oh. content, in it, man. It's insane. I, so I look. I, dr- like, I
4: drink one for, for for breakfast every morning. It's like a, it's a shake that has like different fruits juices in it and everything like that. The sugar content is so high, but there's nothing in. There's no added sugar. It's yeah. all from the fruit. Fruit,
5: yeah, yeah. But fruit
4: true. has natural sugar. It does. So it must. I think it has like forty-four grams, but there's like berries and pears and you know mixed fruits in there. But it can't be good for you.
5: Nothing is good for us, man. You know that's the day. Like you try and try to eat and be health conscious, and no matter where you come across, something is bad for you.
4: I always find that athletes, when they get older, their diets get smarter. You know when we read, oh, I'm not eating eating Burger King anymore. You know, and this guy's become a vegetarian, and those guys end up playing till they're forty.
5: But it amazes me that it takes so long. I think it was last year or two years ago, like, I saw Emmanuel Sanders say it. He's like, yeah, I've, I've cut out fast food. And I'm like, right. well, now? But I get, you know, I guess in your mid-20s, it's different. Uh, someone who never cuts out fast food and looks ripped still is uh, Chad Ochocinco. That guy is a McDonald's fiend. Is he? Oh, so- do, if, do you follow him on Twitter?
4: I do, but I don't pay attention.
5: Oh, you know, I, always- I follow so
4: many people, I don't even see him. He's
5: always talking about how much how great mcdonald's is and
4: everything did you ever see oh i can't remember the name of it oh supersize me
5: oh yeah dude that i
4: dude that was how would you ever go to mcdonald's ever again after you see that
5: it's i cannot believe that now i worked there when i was younger you did and, oh yeah and i really and when I was, you flip burgers my first job at 15 years old look at you rona so i ate so obviously i ate there during breaks and everything and you know who doesn't like mcdonald's as a 15 year old. But what he did, eating it every day for a month, every meal. He almost oh died. God. I mean, you could see how sluggish he was, bro. Yeah, I'm I sluggish.
4: Just watching the movie it makes me cringe.
5: I know. I was like, I cannot believe this, man. This is terrible. I mean, I I can't even eat that food anymore. I mean, maybe once a month. Not even. I even Can guess. I tell
4: you, Chick-fil-A is my favorite.
5: I like it. The problem for me, the problem is it's not close in the vicinity i mean there's one you can drive to the mall like 10 miles away oh it's but, far like, yeah but yeah, down but here who,
4: they're all over the place
5: who wants to drive to the mall to go yeah. just for chick-fil-a how I mean, many I'm are in there crazy. in
4: america in new york right now they've
5: actually two, two, so there was three? no there was two um 20. and that well, i was recently walking on like eighth avenue in the 50s and they just opened another one
4: there but you know they're closed on sunday yes new yorkers uh-huh. don't like that there might be,
5: there might be, there's at least three that I know of, maybe more that I think there's talk of opening one in Long Island too.
4: Oh, interesting. Here there's a ton. Right. Did I ever tell you when I we think moved that's out to first, Florida?
5: You know what? The first time I had it was down there in a mall. In oh, really? In Palm Beach. Yeah.
4: Did I ever tell you when I saw it the first time? I'm like, what's Chick-fil-a? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know it's was Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I was such an idiot. You know, but, you know, it's pretty good. I mean, as far no, as good. as far as fast food goes, that's that's one of my favorites. It is. The-
5: Sometimes after, like, the shows, uh, when we would walk, uh, we would stop by there and, and get something, even for breakfast. Had, like, a, a biscuit with chicken It was pretty good.
4: I can't eat chicken for breakfast, Ronis.
5: I usually can't either. I'm the type that I, there's certain foods I can't eat before, like, you know, noon. But at that point, when you're doing a show at 6 a.m., and then you're eating at nine. You're like, oh, at least I've been up for five hours. So well, it feels will, a little different.
4: I will tell you, in Japan, you eat fi- uh, Japanese breakfast includes fish. I, I used to eat fish for breakfast in Japan. Crazy, right?
5: Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, I love, love fish, but not for breakfast.
4: <laughs> right. He's like, smoked fish does not count as fish. <laughs> That's fishy. I'm not I
5: hate sure about I hate lox, man.
4: It's too oily.
5: It's too salty, right?
4: Yeah. Nah, it's oily and salty. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, you ever had sturgeon, roe? No. Oh, dude, that's like the best.
5: I had some good sea bass the other day. Oh, my goodness, that was oh, really? good.
4: Yeah. You're a fish guy. I like. You know what oh. my favorite fish is? Tuna, black and blue. I sear it for like a minute on each side. Boom. The
5: fish that I eat the most is salmon, but I also like uh, filet. Does it smell like salmon, Ron? Yeah, filet okay. of sole, like uh, flounder. Uh, really? Yeah, you like yeah. white
4: fishes like that?
5: Yeah, man, and it's most of it's healthy for you, too. It's very healthy. So I try to eat it as much as possible. Because Do you eat
4: sushi? I'm... Yes. Oh, good for you. All right. I didn't realize that you were you were so fishy. No meat, right? Very little meat?
5: Uh, I mean, who doesn't like it? But, yeah, I try to limit it. I mean, I love a burger, but it's kind of once a month now. Steak, mm, once every couple months. I had months. a
4: steak for my birthday, Ronus. so I haven't had you a burger have to. in three yeah, years. I, but... I
5: had a steak for my birthday, too, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I told you the place I went to. I can't remember the name, now. on, like, 2nd Avenue.
4: Yeah, it looked used- good. You knew good, the right? place. Yeah, I knew, the, knew the place. The... Yeah. I knew it. I knew the place. It looked good. I remember I saw pictures on Instagram. I was like, I want to eat, I want some of that. Yeah, I, I read that Peter Luger review, dude. How it was that bad? Oh my god, you would never go there if you read that. Damn man. Seriously. You were like they—they they phoned it in, they packed it in. Nobody, we, really bad. I, I Do mean, made, you yeah.
5: do you buy the review? I mean, it's subjective. I buy it. No, yeah. I buy
4: it. I do because you know I think you go there because you you inflate the experience. You think it's gonna be better than it is, and it's, it was a letdown. Wow, crazy, right? All right, we'll actually talk some football when we return. Right after this.
2: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Neil,
4: founder of... All right, we are back. Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronas. And Ronas, you know who might be back who? Deshaun Sean Jackson he I hope might not. be back while he's participating in individual drills and Doug Peterson expressed optimism and I'm telling you we talked about this before so important to the offense and I know you were dead on last week about the Bills losing to the Eagles but against the Bears I think they need Deshaun Jackson terribly
5: I do too I think and I wrote about this in the stock watch today on uh, SI.com uh, right now you Carson Wentz's stock is down for the next couple weeks because he's got the Bears this week, which is not a good matchup. And then after that, he's got a bye, and then they come back and face the Patriots. Now, after that, the schedule gets good. But you really – Wentz, not great the next three weeks, man. Well, next two because they have the bye. Two of the three next games, man, you really don't want to play them.
4: Do you he's like been, Jordan Howard in a revenge narrative this week? Uh,
5: I mean, look, if you have him, yeah. I have no shares of Jordan Howard. Um okay. A lot's going to depend. Uh, Miles Sanders wasn't at practice today, so that will obviously help Howard too because that would kind of ensure a much bigger workload. I mean, you're talking DFS though, or season long
4: for Howard. Both. Well, seasonal, seasonal. I think you're playing Howard because you, right. you probably don't have more options. But DFS, I, I think know, in man. FanDuel he's sneaky. FanDuel different, yeah. DraftKings, I, I
5: don't, I don't think so. I haven't really looked at the slate yet. I know the prices went way up on some of the top running backs. I did see that. McCaffrey's ten. Dalvin Cook's ninety-five um
4: you know what i actually like that i'm actually going to DraftKings not right now as we speak i would prefer that i really would i would prefer that it's higher so let's see mccaffrey's 10 dalvin cook 95 but then, 7, but then bell is 77 but then bell is 7700 so right. it really drops so it's just those two guys
5: i mean yeah i mean look those two guys y- you want to pay up for them uh, Bell's in a good spot, although people are going to be skeptical because he hasn't gotten the workload, but it is Miami. Uh, then you got Carson's in a tough spot this week against Tampa. Very Aaron jo- tough. Aaron Jones is going to be highly owned this week. Coming off the performances he did against I'm going to go Jamal Williams. Yeah, he's 1100 cheaper. Yeah. The, the problem here's, I'll tell you, the one problem with Jamal Williams, he has been very touchdown dependent in the last two weeks.
4: I know, but but maybe I'll do him on FanDuel.
5: He has three touchdowns in the last two. I games. know,
4: but I'll, a I'll save. Look, first I'll save 1100, and second I'll save 20 percent of ownership. Here's the
5: problem though: 17 touches over the last two weeks. So if he gets that, the same. So he had 10 touches last week, seven the week before. If he gets that and no touchdowns, you are screwed.
4: It's true. It's and if true.
5: Devontae Adams comes back.
4: I'm really screwed. Right, right. Can't yeah. do that. Well, look, McCaffrey, to me, is a non-starter. I'm not paying 10000 mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook, I want to pay does not it
5: depend on how the slate breaks out to see if value opens up anywhere? Because if, let's see, I'm trying to think who. if we see any cheap. Well, no, running back. Like backs. Robbie An-
4: Let me ask you this. Robbie Anderson at 5500
5: There, yeah. Could you do uh-
4: that? Could you do a darn old Robbie Anderson and then get uh, Cook with uh, McCaffrey?
5: Uh you might be able to. I haven't tried it, but yeah, I mean let's see. There's gotta be some decent cheap receivers this week. Uh Met uh, Metcalf's fifty seven hundred against Tampa, but Anderson's fifty five is fine. Uh,
4: Mike Williams forty six hundred, Jarvis Landry forty five hundred. How did
5: Mike Williams price go up?
4: He didn't well, do it anything. Four, it was four thousand last I know week. That was but, really my, low. but he didn't do anything. He had three for sixty nine. How come Cole Beasley goes down? Guy put got scores for a touchdown and goes down.
5: Yeah, I think, didn't he? Was it? He only had three catches each of the last two weeks. So he's How about Anthony
4: touched... Miller at 3,700?
5: That's not a bad play if you were believing in the Bears in the
4: matchup. That's an interesting one, right? Yeah. How about James Washington at
5: 3,700?
4: No. Poo poo on a stick?
5: Dude, he had a bad drop. He had a, a block on the uh, Deontay Johnson touchdown, but he's done nothing.
4: I'm not paying up a tight end. I think you could get Hawkinson at like 3,700. That's a good matchup. Great
5: matchup. He's been really, really quiet, but it is a good matchup uh, for sure. Uh, Cameron
4: Brait, 3,100 if what's his face is out?
5: Howard. Yeah. Very touchdown dependent, though. I but. know,
4: but, but tight ends. Uh, Seattle's fourth worst in the NFL. It's a pretty good deal at 3,100. I could do two tight ends, Ronas. I could run a double tight end. Oh, uh,
5: I I, I've done it a couple times this year. It's actually when when the slate allows it. Wow, so Ertz dropped to 47. Mm. I know he's. He's gonna he's gonna bounce back though. I don't know if it's this week, but this is not gonna continue.
4: Dude, Hunter Henry six thousand Earths forty-seven. They're begging you to take Earths. They really are. Where's Goddard? Goddard is low, low. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. How about what's his face? Herns in at four.
5: If he plays, yeah. Um, it sounds like he probably should. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think people are gonna be heavy on the Jets this week because of the matchup against Miami.
4: But I, I like the Redskins defense at eighteen hundred. Uh, you don't think Josh Allen could throw a pick? Oh, they play Buffalo.
5: Oh yeah, yeah, they're actually not terrible defensively, man. I know, right? Sometimes the they... prob- here's the problem, Doc. You know this. Oh, wait a second. Oh, the Patriots are Sunday night, right? Yeah. Oh, okay.
4: You don't have to worry about paid up for the Patriots <laughs> D this week, <laughs> right? But uh, you know at eighteen hundred. If they can get me, then you 10 can get points, the Cook. You can get the Cook McCaffrey. Right. Then. Right. Right. So I'm, I'm basically going and sacrificing the defense, and if the defense scores, I look like a genius. You
5: know what? That's actually not a bad play. Look at their points the last three weeks: six, eight, and ten. Right. And Allen absolutely. If they give can me seven
4: points, points, right? Seven pick six for a touchdown it's possible.
5: Right, or a couple sacks, and they've had they've had ten sacks the last three games. Right. Now, Jonathan now, Allen's been on now fire. Five came against Miami, but Allen is prone to making mistakes. It could absolutely happen. So yeah. How about a Frank
4: Gore fumble? A little fumble right. recovery. I, I think that would be that's the move that I'm going to try to figure out. I'll figure out how to get, you know, the cheap quarterback with a cheap hookup with the Redskins. Yeah, it's not crazy. How about Mitch Trubisky, Ronas? I'm, Trubisky yeah. to Allen Robinson. You can, man. I know
5: no, everyone's going to be so scared to do it, but it is Philly, man. And, yeah, it's not crazy. I mean, he's had two games of 20 points this year. Uh, one against the Saints. That was all garbage time in Washington. Uh Wow, he only has five touchdowns on the season.
4: I, you know, I like. Oh my it. But look, if I do a team like that, right? If I start Trubisky and Robinson, and then I can get myself McCaffrey and Cook, right? And then who do we want? Who do we like at tight end? Who's cheap?
5: Uh, we said. I mean, you could go Goddard. You could go Herndon, Johnu If Delaney's out, Hawkinson. You mentioned.
4: You like Hawkinson, or you like jo- Hawkinson or Herndon? You choose.
5: Uh, let's go Hawkinson for now.
4: Okay, so now I've got 13000 for two receivers and a flex. Yeah. That's that's, a lot. You can do it. It's doable, right?
5: Yeah, you might even – maybe you don't even have to go Trubisky. Maybe you upgrade a little bit. Oh, wow, I didn't see this. We'll probably get it after. But Baker Mayfield cut a news conference short after exchange with reporter. Man, it's just – it's out of his mind. You know what? This – and I don't know what happened today. Maybe it's not on him. But you know what, Baker? You knew this was going to happen, man. You you did all these commercials. You talked a lot of trash. Remember, he took a shot at Duke Johnson. You gotta you gotta win games. You gotta play well. He's been awful. Let's not. I know they have a lot of issues. Baker Mayfield has been an absolute dud this year. Absolute
4: dud. I would say that is even being generous. It is. I think he's and you know this. You drafted him. You know this. He's worse than. I, look, I'm telling you, he's costing me uh, 50k. I'd probably be winning the online championship. Oh, that's the oh yeah,
5: that's the league where you have your best team, right? Yeah,
4: I I have Baker Mayfield and Ryan Tannehill. I mean, that's how pathetic it is.
5: Oh, he he, this is what he tweeted. Everybody wants to hear the truth until they actually get it. I am who I am, and always have been. Don't call it emotional when it's convenient, and then passion when it fits. I care about winning, so yeah, I'm frustrated. If I was to act like it's okay to lose, then y'all would. So, I mean, again, I don't know what happened, and I love the passion. Don't get me wrong. But when you are Baker Mayfield, you talk uh, – oh, I guess says, says that I've gotten complacent. My sense of urgency is at an all-time high, and if I offend anybody along the way, that's too bad. You know, it, look, I, I appreciate the passion and the way he is, but you have to understand, when you come out and you boast and you guys think you're all good and you think you're a playoff team and you do these commercials and you fail, you're going to get criticism. You have to be prepared for that, right. and you have to be able to handle this – Because that's, to me, I've always said it, true character is revealed in adversity. It's so easy to sit up there and smile when everything's going well and everyone's kissing your ass and praising you. How do you handle it when things are not going well and it's unraveling? That's when you really have to show your character and be able to pull through that.
4: Well, look at Baker. If he was having a great year, He'd have all the accolades in the right. world. He'd have exactly. all the money. He'd have more He'd have commercials. More commercials. People would want every part of him. So now, you know, look, you want it when it's good. You got to take it when it's bad. That's yeah. how it is.
5: And it is really bad right now. I mean, it is bad. It's going to
4: get worse after this week. The Broncos are going to lay into him.
5: Yeah. I mean, this is not going to be an easy matchup. I mean, I think everyone's going to be on Cleveland this week to win because of uh, the Broncos situation with Allen at quarterback. But it's crazy, though, man. Didn't I, It looked like the Browns were at least back on track. Remember that game against the Ravens? I mean, they beat the Ravens. Like we
4: forget this. Look, they put up points that week. They're not a bad team, but they're mistake prone. Oh, wait. Too, too many, many interceptions, too many. too many fumbles. I mean, they didn't have their 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 secondary for a lot of the year. That's true. But even when they came back, Denzel Ward hasn't looked like a shutdown guy to me.
5: Yeah, now it's and you know how it is, man. It just becomes a uh, when you start to lose that culture gets ingrained. You expect to lose. You expect the worst. It, it snowballs. So it's a
4: bad coach too, Freddie. Kitts oh, is too. Bad.
5: yeah, man, bad. it really is.
4: I mean, honestly, he has to get fired. Has
5: to. Do you think he will? It's always tough with these guys in their first year. Like, I mean, we all think. Adam GaSe should, right? I no, mean, but
4: Adam GaSe is bad. He's proven bad, right? I know. He's, he was bad in Miami. I think Freddie Kitchens has to get fired because he's a better offensive coordinator. He's not. He's not a head coach.
5: And it's a lot of guys are like that. A lot of guys are just better coordinators, better assistant coaches. You know, to being the head coach, it's a you're lot a Cowboy more... fan.
4: Was North Turner a better coach or, or or coordinator?
5: Oh, he was an excellent coordinator. I mean,
4: he had the pieces, but. Right, but don't you think like some Dom Capers to me much better coordinator than he was a head coach? Oh yeah, yeah. Right, some guys are just. no I don't think Freddie Kitchens is built for in-game management. He makes a lot of bad in-game decisions.
5: Yeah, running a team is completely different.
4: Yeah, I think running a team is like, it's like being a captain of a ship. You got to make sure that everything's going on, but you're not actually doing anything.
5: Yeah, well, apparently, I guess. Uh... I guess Baker was asked some dumb questions. So I, I could see that being the case with the media sometimes asking dumb questions. And it's tough, man, if you're a player. But, all right, and- but
4: ask yourself this question Would Derek Jeter ever be disrespectful to a reporter? Never. Yes. You wish. Yeah, I do you wish. You do wish. He was never. You could ask him the dumbest thing ever, and he would act like it was the first well, he, thing he ever
5: heard. Well, because he knew how to answer questions in the political correct yeah. way. He never gave you anything.
4: Ever anything. But you know what? That that, that people loved him. Well, All because Baker they won, how to do is be the a, a hole. He's well, Jeter, an, he's an Jeter, idiot.
5: Jeter won a lot. That's a big reason why, uh, winning teams.
4: Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady's kind of jerky sometimes, isn't he?
5: Well, Bill Belichick is. Oh
4: yeah. Bill, Bill. Well, is there anybody bigger than Popovich? No. Right. I mean, he's he's the, the the. I mean, if you ask him a dumb question, he just gives you a dumb answer.
5: Yeah. No, it's definitely true. Those interviews with him, like after the second at third <laughs> quarter, are like just so ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, why even bother? Why even bother? Like, what do you need to do to, to, Play better. to limit them? Play better defense. <laughs> yeah, they look yeah. you like an idiot and walks
3: away.
4: <laughs> exactly. What do you expect me to?
5: Say? I'm not gonna lie. If that was my job and I had to interview him, I'd be a little intimidated. Too, no one. That's what's going to happen. I mean, did you ever
4: I, read how nice a guy he is? Like when guys go out, he pays for their dinner. He takes the team out to dinner with bonding. Did I? Did I'm not I surprised. That?
5: I mean, that's. I think that's a bit. I know he's had great players like Duncan and Kawhi and uh, David Robinson, so that helps. But the culture you create for that team to be in the playoffs every single year it definitely stems from the way he runs things. There's they no go to, about they
4: it. go to dinner. He buys wine for everybody. He takes the families out. I mean, he's all about that team and uber successful, right?
5: Yeah, and I, you know, I've heard Bill Belichick's a real funny guy. Actually, that he has a good sense of humor, but you don't—he doesn't display it to the media. You right. would think he's the most boring person in the world, watching right. his African.
4: I did see the the Bill and Bills that thirty for thirty with Parcells yeah. and Belichick. That was pretty good. I it was that. very good.
5: I liked it. Yeah, you, you know tell. That Par-
4: they like each other.
5: Yeah, but I think Parcells
4: does have a little jealousy. <laughs> yeah, now. well, that's Parcells. It's like Francesa. They both have it. It's a, yeah, that arrogance. That yeah, I know it's terrible. All right, we'll take one more timeout. And then we'll return to you full-time fantasy. Back with you right after this.
3: Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
4: Tune like this, Tim. sounds kind of familiar. It does. All right, let's uh, World Series, Ronus, Game Seven. Oh, I'm pumped. Who do you like?
5: I'm sticking with my original prediction. I said before the series, Astros in seven, so I will stick with it. Obviously, Max Scherzer is going to pitch. We don't know how effective he'll be, uh, but he's uh, he's going to be tough. And uh, obviously, Grinky's on the mound. But hey, all hands on deck here. I'm sure they'll bring in Cole if they need to. He could probably go an inning or two. I was wondering if Strasburg would even come in for a batter or two. I know he just pitched yesterday. But... Why was
4: Dave Martinez going crazy?
5: Oh, because they called Trey Turner out for running outside the baseline, and it was a pretty bad call. They reviewed it, and uh, it didn't matter because Rendon, the next batter, hit a home run to make it 5-2. But it was a pretty bad call, and uh, they just... So People are
4: talking about it. doing like they do in softball, how they put a bag to the side of the bag. That th- seems to make a lot of sense. Why it don't they do that? It does. I mean,
5: I, you know, I play softball and that's what we do. It does make yeah. sense, you know? I mean, save a lot of injuries. It would, you know, the guys get stepped on. Yeah, I don't I don't see I don't see what the harm is in it. I mean, like what I mean, yeah, it's in foul territory anyway. So right. if it hits the bag how it's Right. How could foul it hurt? Ball.
4: Right. I don't and know. This seems if a like too easy does, a fix.
5: Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if it's even been discussed at all. Um, but Yeah, I mean, look, it's Game 7. Here's a stat. I don't know if you knew this. It came on at the end of the broadcast last night. This series is the first in any professional sport, MLB, NHL, NBA, where the first six games were all won by the road team.
4: That's interesting.
5: Right? The first time ever in the history of any sport that that has happened. So, so much for home field. But, uh, I mean, obviously, if Scherzer's healthy, the Nats have a, a nice edge. Uh, and Steven Strasburg, man, what a poet performance in Ooh, the postseason. Five great. wins. I mean, you know, he uh, – Is he I, the look, MVP
4: I, or is Juan Soto the MVP if they win?
5: Soto's been – Rendon, bro. Rendon's been oh, ridiculous too in his defense. I mean, Rendon is going to get paid. I think he reportedly oh turned God. down $200 million from the Nats this year.
4: Do you know that I put a, a tweet out in 2015 that said I didn't like Rendon and somebody retweeted it? Of course. I'm like, dude, it was from
5: 2015. People will always find stuff like that. That's when you have a, a decent following. Uh, people, He probably took a picture of that and has been waiting four years.
4: Yeah. <laughs> probably. For real, how people do, for, do that how all, do all the time. do you remember what I had for breakfast, Ronis? I, I don't remember saying that.
5: Rendon, Rendon's a hell of a player, and especially Obviously. on the defensive side. Yeah.
4: All right, guys, this is Dr. Rosen. saying be well, take care, keep it right here for another hour with Adam Ronus right after this.